Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? May 26th of 2021 at 6.06 in the morning and 62 degrees and rainy in downtown Grand Rapids. The roads were nasty. Yeah, it was pouring. I didn't realize how much it was raining this morning. Like, I knew it was raining when I woke up. Yeah. But when I, like, stepped out of my apartment and I saw that it was pouring, I was like, nope, going back upstairs for my umbrella. Oh, you got your umbrella on? (laughs) Yes, I did. Umbrella. Ella. 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 (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we lost power. So uh, it was what? kind of easy for for about three minutes. Oh. But, again, ever since I bought that generator for our house, like, we lost power so bad a few years ago, Christine. I had to move in with Connie and Dan. Alicia and I moved in with Connie and I Dan for a week. I remember that. Yeah, so uh, they let us stay with them. And then I got a generator. I waited till it calmed down in the off season. I picked up a generator, and I've used it once. It was very disappointing. And we had <laughs> lost it, like, six times. It was a few years ago, right? Yeah, it was. Ah, and then, of course, now, hey, that rain's going to stop early on, don't worry, but the roads are a little crappy. We'll get traffic from Steve in a little bit, but definitely be ready for that. It's 62 degrees in Wyoming and uh, 61 in Grand Haven, Muskegon area. Let's uh, talk about the ride-in song. Ooh. Yeah, it's been in my head for a while. I love me some Run DMC. And Aerosmith, not bad bad either. (laughs) Who uh, are they? Aerosmith with uh, <laughs> Stefan Tyler. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, quite wonderful, my friends. So, if this hopefully helps you get through the rain, Run DMC and Aerosmith walking this way on Mix 95.7. <laughs> have you ever seen Aerosmith in concert? I have. Oh, uh, they did. Now, was that an amazing show to see live? It was. It was really cool. And Steven Tyler Stephon Tyler it at but... his age. At his age, what do you mean? I mean, he's still killing it in his seventies. Oh yeah, well, and then there, of course, there's that uh, that one song that everybody loves and always wants him to sing. The oh, uh, from Armageddon. Uh, Armageddon, yeah. Oh yeah. I could stay awake. You know that one? Yes, I do. Uh huh. Just to hear you dreaming. I always roll smile. It's kind of funny that you're bringing up Aerosmith. He ties into my answer for my text question of the day today. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Aerosmith, I don't want you to sound dumb. Sorry. No, it's okay. No, I just don't. I'm trying. I got your back. Let's make sure the next time you ever hear Aerosmith, you call him that and get into a... Uh, a heated debate with somebody. Yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> it's oh. Mike. Here we go. Hold on. Anybody else feel like we should all be slow dancing? Yeah. I feel like I should have a lighter in the oh. air. 
I don't want back your lighter forth. near me while you slow dance. I feel like I should be talking to my dad on an asteroid as he sacrifices himself to save the world. No, dude. <laughs> Don't you see that? Don't you see that in your head every time? Yes. Yeah, every time. Just the movie Armageddon. No, I love you, daddy. Baby girl, I got you covered. Yeah. Sling blade. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's what I want to see is creepy characters in dramatic roles. Like, that would be a hysterical thing. That should be SNL like, skits. Actual, that's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. Actual, like, Billy Bob Thornton, though. Oh, my Playing gosh. Sling Blade, redoing that from Aerosmith or Smythe, if you want to do it in a proper way. <laughs> but uh, just redoing that scene, and it's like, mm-hmm, baby girl, it's okay. Daddy gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Darling, don't forget at your wedding to put up a giant p- poster of me and have some fava beans. <laughs> yeah, that would be creepy. Yeah, I like it. I and there's like that. spittle marks on the monitor. Ew. Yeah, that'd be amazing. That would be funny. Yeah, I, w- I would enjoy that. How you doing, Christine? I'm good. How are you doing? I am well. Did you? Uh, you played kickball yesterday. Did your team win or lose? No, we totally got our butts kicked, but it was fun. So the only time you've won is when you weren't there. Yeah, I know. Isn't that hilarious? Hmm. That's what I said last Man, week to her, and she gave me a dirty look. I got on base every single time, and then someone behind me kept getting out every time I tried to. See what she's doing. Go to the next. You're one. blaming your team. You're blaming the team. Yeah, I mean collectively as a whole, we didn't do great. But <laughs> I'm I, not gonna lie. But as an individual. I did all right. You were wonderful. You got on base every time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did. You did your job. How did you do it? Uh, did they put you in center field again? No, second base. Second base? Mm-hmm. Okay, how'd you do? Uh, Good, when the ball would come to me. But got someone out. When somebody <laughs> in the team actually paid attention to Christine, they were successful. <laughs> yeah. You see the two trends here, Steve? I do. Focus on Christine and you will win. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I see. Uh, so I went to the bar afterwards. Yeah. And I have a question if what I said to someone was rude upon me- meeting them. Okay. <laughs> can we talk about it in a second? Yeah, I'm excited. We can. Okay. I know. Is it a guy or is it a girl? It was a guy. Oh, God. This is going to be good. All right. Steve, you doing good? I'm doing fine. All right. We have daddy tips today. Yes, we do. Yay. What's our focus on one of them? Uh, I'm going to explain the story of my bad haircut and then uh, post a picture of my bad haircut. Oh, you're actually doing it? Yeah. And this is because of children that you have a bad haircut. It's true. I haven't seen this haircut, have I? I? He won't show us. Well, I'm going to take the picture this morning, so I'll I'll duck behind the window. You still have the bad haircut from Sunday? Yeah. Wow. Okay. That, I'm, I'm busy, I'm, bro. I'm too vain, I guess. I'm busy, bro. <laughs> like, maybe my, I don't know if it's my low self-esteem or what. Let's talk a little bit right now about Christine and what she did to this poor guy. I didn't do anything. I was just asking if it was rude. Okay. What I said. I just know she messed with this guy. I just know it. <laughs> what do we got, Christine? Uh, so my team was at the bar yesterday, and there was another Kickball team. Kickball team? Yeah. yeah. There was another team sitting at a different table, and they were kind of like talking to us, so they ended up migrating to our table yeah. and hanging out with us. And... Um, they were introducing themselves and one guy I couldn't hear because it was loud in there. So I was like, sorry, what'd you say your name was? And he said, Ken, like the Barbie doll. And I said, that's funny. I thought, isn't Ken supposed to have hair? And and he was like, dang, I just met you. Wow. Is he balding? (laughs) He was bald. (laughs) But was it sexy bald or was it like? Yeah, I mean, like it was intentionally bald and then he had a beard. (laughs) 
Okay, so it was intentionally bald. Yeah. Oh well, that's not real then. Like, right, but, but did he, he have a ring like, around the head? Did he? Could you see recession in the baldness? I don't know. I didn't pay attention too much. But he was the the way he reacted. He was like, "Dang, I just met you." I was like, "Sorry, it was would just that a be, joke." Would that be the equivalent of a weight joke? It could be. Like, I thought Ken was not supposed to be fat. You know, like because that's a sensitive issue for people. As uh, now, pattern uh, pattern baldness is actually more common in women than men. I wasn't making fun of him because he's bald. It's because he was like Ken, like the Barbie doll. No, you were making so. fun of him because he was bald. Yeah, you're like, you spe- I thought Ken was supposed to be attractive. Yeah, you actually. I didn't say that. I didn't know Ken gained sixty pounds. Like these are mean Ken things. Was a slob. Yeah. So, Ken, so Ken has a nice rude? butt and looks like he has a package. <laughs> Like, yes, Christine, I, I do think that is rude now in hindsight. Aww. Because you really are. It's almost like asking somebody if they're pregnant. I think it's the same thing. Really? Yeah, because... I was just trying to be... I don't know. I was... Baldness is a very sensitive topic. Hair it loss. Is among men. I and mean, women. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I have luscious hair. Oh, jeez. Chris's right. hair is receding a little up, bit, though. so yeah. that's why he's getting all irritable. Ah, son of a... <laughs> hate you baby-making hair-having son of a... <laughs> Silk Sonic leaving the door open. Bruno Mars in there, obviously. And uh, Christine now leaving the door open for a guy that she said was weird looking, overweight, had no butt, and was balding at the bar last night. <laughs> wow. It was a little bit I hurtful. Wasn't that rude? No. <laughs> he said, Ken, the guy meets her. His name's Ken. He's like, Ken, like the Barbie doll, Ken. And she says, Oh, I thought Ken had hair. Poor guy. <laughs> wow. I wish I said to Christine when we went to go play a song just then. I said, I wish we had more time where we could really dive into this, but based on time constraints placed on us by management, we can't. And because uh, I think this is kind of fascinating, because I think that's or like what's fascinating. If you, if I came in and I told you a story, and I'm like, I need you guys to know. Let me know if I was rude or not. I met this girl, and she's like Barbie, like you know, like the Barbie doll. And I was, ah, oh, I didn't think Barbie was pregnant. And she's like, what? And you guys would be appalled. People would call up and <laughs> yeah. say I was a jerk. But this guy, balding dude, gets picked on because he has no hair. And it's funny. <laughs> we all laugh at Claire. Yeah. A good one, Chris. This is hurtful. <laughs> okay, let's do the... Uh... Did you get your evil laugh out? Yes, I did. Thank you. You guys count to three. One, two, three. Okay. <laughs> Today's text question of the day. We move on. Today for the text question of the day... This is an interesting one. We're asking for a specific day that you could relive in your life and what are you doing? It actually is what specific day would you relive in your life and what would you be doing? We'd like you to do it with a happy, we noticed on social media, let's make it happier. We'd like to be happy memories because we got a lot of sad stories Mm -hmm. and it kind of bummed us out. So the goal is to be happy. Uh, Steve, I want to hold on yours for a sec. Let's go right to Christine. Christine, what specific day would you relive in your life, and, and what are you doing? Uh, so I have, like, three different answers, but I'm going to go with one. Okay, okay, thank, <laughs> you. okay. thank you. We're and, getting there. We're getting there. Uh, so mine would be back when I was either in the seventh or eighth grade, and we took a family trip to Disney World, and we were at, yeah, Walt Disney World, and um, it was, like, the first or second year that the Rock and Roller Coaster by Aerosmith came out, and it was so flipping fun oh that's awesome <laughs> it was so fun i just remember us having a blast as a like that was a really fun family Aww. vacation that's awesome and i would love to do that again because i don't even think i've been to disney world 
since then. And you're going to be in this hypothetical in seventh or eighth grade again. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah, not like I would totally relive that again. We're not time traveling. Yeah. I, and that sounds like a great day. Yeah, I understand it was. that. Like, that seems like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Seems like a lot of fun. Okay, Christine's answer for today's text question of the day. You can message via the app, free download, et cetera. You know the drill, right? What specific day would you relive in your life, and what are you doing? We have a little bit of a problem uh, with Steve's answer, because uh, Steve and I were talking about this before we started the show today, and you and I instinctively had the same answer. Yes, we did. Really? We did. Yeah, and it's weird. Uh, it's actually a, an effect, we call it. Yeah, it's, it's called the, uh, the Christine effect. Yeah. Huh? The Christine effect. You have multiple answers. Uh, no, <laughs> you would think that. No, it's uh, it's uh, it's actually not multiple answers. Like Christine does always have multiple answers for the text question of the day. But what specific day would you relive in your life, and what are you doing, Steve? We both answered something involving just any day with Christine. It's just yeah. so <laughs> joyful for it's, us. It's, it's so- <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> I'll take it even though I know you're not being serious. <laughs> it's on tape now. Totally called it. Yep, this is the exact this response we predicted. Exactly <laughs> what we thought was going to happen when we said it involved Christine. Oh, God. That it's is okay. A, it's on recording her. now. She is so I know. happy. She's glowing. <laughs> She's glowing. That's the Christine what after What do you mean I always have a glow? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Specific day you could relive in your life and what are you doing? Have we said anything involving Christine? Look at her. I'm blushing. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <We're> like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we literally, like. Yeah, that are... was 100%, like, almost verbatim. Yeah. Like, it's exactly what we said you would do. Mm. And we're actually completely How being sarcastic. How else would you expect me to react? Oh, God. <laughs> like, let's be honest. <laughs> it's Christine. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah okay steve we'll do our answer later okay sounds good text question of the day message it i love it okay this is uh three days a week we have a gentleman uh who gets a hold of us he is actually in new york but he gives us weather for west michigan ira the weatherman how you doing my friend good morning fish good morning christine good morning steve good morning, good morning. Ira. Good morning. so ira did you make it to the casino? Ira is 77 trombones old and loves to go to the casino. Did you make it? Well, I made it to the casino last night, and I won some money. Nice. nice. Now, I know you don't like to talk about how much you win, but... I don't like to say how much I win. Could you buy a house with it? Uh, no, I couldn't. Okay. <laughs> That's a, then we'll stop there. Could you buy more than one Snickers bar with it? Oh, yes. Okay, so we're good to go. That's, <laughs> so somewhere between two and two hundred thousand dollars. That sounds fair. You said, you said he couldn't buy. He said he couldn't buy a house with it. Yeah, somewhere between two and two hundred thousand dollars. Your average uh, house price. Twenty thousand dollars at twenty thousand dollars. So Ira, are they now the casino that you go to? They don't serve you beverages, so the beverage girls. No, are out there. no beverages at all. Just yeah. a pop, right? Yeah, just a pop. So he doesn't get the beverage girls. He likes them because well, they like eventually, him. everything will be open eventually. Much like your heart. That's right. Aww. Hamburger. Speaking of opening your heart, now this weekend is going to be a very, very big weekend. Why, Why? is that? Why? Because there's going to be a lot of barbecues. I'm inviting you to every barbecue that there is. 
Oh, that that would be wonderful, Ira. There's, do you like to go to barbecues for this weekend? Oh yes. Are yes. you going to all the invites, all the parties you've been invited to? Uh, yes. There's uh, refreshments in Co-op City. Nice. Okay, so question for you. Do you ever walk up to uh, a lady that invited you to the barbecue and tell her that you like her buns and then hold some hamburger buns? Well, um, I say she's very, very good. That's very, very good. (laughs) Hey, speaking of very, very good, uh, is this weather going to get better? How are we looking, my friend? Well, right now it is raining and uh, precipitation 83%. Humidity at 100%. Very, very sticky. And the wind is seven miles per hour. Right now, under rainy skies, 61 degrees, going up to 77 degrees. Tomorrow, beautiful skies, 66 degrees. You heard it on Mix Mix. 95.7 with fish. Today's text question of the day, you can message him via the app and text. You know the drill, right? The app's a free download in your app store. What specific day would you relive in your life, and what are you doing? So earlier, Christine gave her answer, and then Steve and I sourced what we called the Christine effect. Yes, which is essentially any day with Christine is the best day ever. Can't blame you guys. She got all excited. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, uh, it was about her favorite letter in the alphabet, so she got all excited. Because it was about M and E. No, that's you. But if we said it, it was oh, right. yeah. I, I thought you were going to see Christine. <laughs> no, yeah, right. we, all, we all got this. All, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all of those letters. So, Steve, in reality, you can relive any day in your life. You're actually the sponsor of today's text question of the day. I am. You thought of it. If you could relive any day of your life, uh, what are you doing and where is it? Happy stories, hopefully, today. Yeah, I'm actually going to go with it was right before we found out we were pregnant with Charlotte. And me and Brittany had gone to visit my cousin in New York. Nice. And he let us have his apartment because he was out of town for the first few days. Mm -hmm. So we stayed in his apartment. We didn't have know anyone there or anything. So I just randomly posted on Facebook, hey, anybody who may have listened to me on the radio, uh, do you possibly live in New York now? And we actually found a listener from years ago who was like, hey, sure, I used to listen to you. Want to hang out? Yeah. And he took us around, and we went to comedy clubs, bars, and then out dancing after that with him. And he, like, he had... Hung out with their friends and it was just a great night and that sounds super yeah, fun. It was a lot of fun. What a good time. Yeah. Okay, that, man, I don't even know how to write that all up, but that is a great answer. You randomly hung out with a member of the Click Six in New York and he showed you a good time. Yeah, exactly. I love it when people do that. That's so uh, cool of them. I, I'm with you. Text question of the day today: What specific day would you relive in your life and what are you doing? Mine. We lost Connie earlier this year to stage four cancer, but now mine is a happy day. It's not going to be a sad day. Obviously, involving Connie. Connie and I had a boat together for many, many years. Uh, like three and every summer we would go out on the boat we would do the show we would leave we'd go out on the boat we'd have fun mm-hmm. we have some friends that are teachers so uh they you know summer's off if they're not doing summer school yeah. would hang out with us and it was my ex i don't i don't know if she and i were dating at the time or not i knew we would later but it was you know what i'm saying you know what she gets excited by christine 
<laughs> the ladies, when they are with the ginger ninja, love the... Oh, Latino. The Latino heat, yeah. So uh, we all hung out. Uh, we were boating all day long, popping up in uh, in Madison. You can pop up at bars and stuff, obviously, on the lakes. And, you know, those. obviously, you know that. And so mm-hmm. anyway, just having a great time. Uh, Connie and Crystal, or her name was Crystal, and uh, Connie and Crystal had uh, double shot pina coladas, and they were lit, and it was <laughs> hysterical. We went to Gilligan's Island, the sandbar, yeah. and hung out, and it was just a, an amazing day. Awesome. I love boat days. I've had some fun ones oh, yeah. too. Oh yeah, it's, it's just it was a great time. Now, what story can you share with us? Today's text question of the day. Oh, and I do have a picture, by the way, of this was a different day, but all of us went on vacation together. And uh, Connie and uh, Crystal, Connie was short and the side of a pool. We were at a swimming pool and she was holding onto the bar under the pole. And yeah. Crystal was dancing on the bar. And that used to be one of those things that played through my slideshow at home. <laughs> and Alicia was like, uh, Really? Have you noticed that our slideshow on the TV has about 40 of your exes? I can see why she'd have a problem. God, she's so needy, though, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, text in. Christine, we're about to do this knowledge thing that we do, and uh, we're letting you choose something every day to, uh, for me to make it so people gain knowledge from it, an object, whatever it may be. What are we looking at today? We're going to do a, f- uh, a bug zapper. Oh. A bug zapper? A bug zapper of knowledge. I had to think of something that wasn't food related because i kept going that way i was going like food or weather wise all right so a so bug zapper bug it zapper is. of knowledge here we go i learned something today every time i learn something new it pushes some old stuff out of my brain i'm learning what did you learn ah knowledge knowledge is like a bug zapper <laughs> as the bugs are being zapped by the electronic device <laughs> the juices in the aura of their bodies float through the air as you walk by the bug zapper approximately six and a half inches from your face the juices and the auras of the bodies of the dead bugs and the bug zapper float towards your face going into your eye socket rising up to your brain and providing you with knowledge of bugs. <laughs> oh, All right, okay. it, was a little, it was a little reachy, but we'll, yeah, it, it was there. It's, come on, man. I'm trying my best. That's so funny. Okay, a study in 2012 found that there had been more than 200 academic papers published on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, oh. which easily made it the most studied TV show or movie. The Alien movies came in second with 90 papers. Huh. That's so interesting. Of all the movies. Yeah. Right? Uh, the placenta that a woman grows during pregnancy is technically an organ. Mm-hmm. It's the only organ that's meant to leave the body. Did you know that? Yeah. And lots of women like to turn their placenta into like placenta pills or they just yep. cook it like steak and eat it. Yeah. Has a lot of nutrition. It's so gross looking in real life. It is. Well, in real I've life, seen I haven't one. seen it, but. <laughs> yeah, would that, you know, be, pictures. would that be cannibalism then if you're eating yourself? I don't know. Yeah, I've always wondered that. After you play eight years in the Major League Baseball, MLB, uh, you get a gold card that gives you and a guest free admission to any Major League Baseball game for the rest of your life. Oh, wow. That's cool. Maine lobster, M A I N E mm-hmm. lobster, actually refers to a species of lobster called. Hamoris Americanus. Ooh. It doesn't necessarily mean it comes from Maine. They can actually come from as far as far south as New Jersey. And finally, 
The U.S. Department of Defense buys more explosive devices than anyone else in the world. Yeah. Do you know who number two is? Russia. Russia? This is a good guess, but no. Uh, Japan. Ah, good guess again, but no. Oh. The United States Department of Defense buys more explosive devices than anybody else in the world. Number two, the Walt Disney Company. Because of all the fireworks they buy for their parks. Explosions from Mickey. That makes sense. Yeah. That's insane. That is a little nug you might want to have and tuck that in the back of your head. Again, the number two, number one for the U.S. Department of Defense buys more explosive devices than anybody else in the world. Number two, Mickey, the Walt Disney Company. You're welcome. (laughs) Of course. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. Okay, so you got to be really careful. This is a time of year where obviously there's a lot going on, and I know a lot of uh, people are graduating high school, and they're getting excited, and they're having fun, and you drive. Well, these teens are leaving a graduation party, and they're driving up a ramp, right? And they uh, roll down the hill. They catapult on the roof of a house. Oh, whoa. In their car. And uh, it got pretty scary. You got to be careful what you're doing when you're driving there, guys. They were truly lucky. In fact, it's an extreme success story that everybody survived this with the potentials it could have been. There was people sleeping six feet away from it in the master bedroom and uh, a child sleeping upstairs. So there could have been the potential for a great amount of disaster, if you will. Everybody's okay. Six feet. Think about that. Think about your bedroom right now. Think about laying in your bed. And six feet from your bed is a car, a car full of teenagers. Oh, my gosh. And this isn't some weird, like, like they literally crashes through your roof. I'd probably think, oh, my gosh, here it is, the end of the world. The way cars are falling? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Cars, cars are falling That's why you need to stop doing narcotics, Christine. <laughs> you think it's raining cars of teenagers? I mean, just to be woken up and, and you see a car through your roof, yeah. it's just like... What is happening right now? How yeah. scary. That's probably one of the reasons you have plastic sheets. <laughs> one of the That would be extremely uncomfortable. Yeah, I know. That's what I thought when I saw your bed. I was like, but okay, different strokes. <laughs> okay, let's Literally. talk about this. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> she needs... She, are, you, are you going out of town this weekend? I am. I'm good. Do you have any friends where you're going? Do you have any good friends where you're going where you need to catch up? I do. Good. You going to see any of those people? Probably. Good. She needs a reset. Yes, she does. Yeah. I know you don't like clowns, but you definitely need to go to the circus and find yourself some balloon animals. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to uh, California right now. Uh, Contra Costa College in California did something amazing for all of their graduating students. We effectively, without even telling them, just paid off every graduating student's uh, debt. The Finish Line Fund was able to enable students to graduate because they had anywhere from as simple as could have been $100, which may not sound a lot to many people, but is significant to many of these students, and in some cases up to $1,500 of student loans that they couldn't pay off and graduate. Yeah, so this the Finish Line Fund, it's called the Finish Line Fund, if you're curious about it, uh, paid off all of their debt. That's, That's awesome. so amazing. Oh, that would be so cool to graduate. Now, I'm assuming it's community college, so I'm assuming they're, they didn't have, like, 
Forty thousand dollars. I mean, he said it went up to about fifteen hundred bucks. But mm-hmm. still, like that's a big deal for for students. Yeah. Fifty bucks is a big deal to yeah. anybody, in my opinion. If somebody gave me, paid off my fifty dollar bar bill, well, clearly it was the first stop, and I'm not driving. <laughs> but if somebody paid off my fifty dollar bar bill, I would be ecstatic. Yeah. Let alone fifteen hundred or five hundred. It's that's it's incredible. Okay, let's talk about the show Friends. I promised I was going to talk about it. I don't want to make you wait anymore. So Friends, the big Friends thing is coming out on HBO Max tomorrow. Now, during the interview, what you're going to see if you watch this, if you're a fan of Friends, if you're not a fan of the show Friends, you're probably sick and tired of hearing about it. So we're just going to talk about this for a second. I want to talk about Matthew Perry. A lot of people, he has addiction issues Mm -hmm. in the past. And a lot of people were really concerned about this. We don't see each other, all six of us, a lot. I stole the uh, cookie jar cookie jar that had the clock on it. Now, it sounds like something's wrong. Like, Slurge I actually... Beach, yeah. for sure. Everybody's like, he's hammered, he's hammered. And I gave it to Lisa Kudrow. Because she, one point, looked at it and thought it was a real clock. Yeah, like, he's just, there's like, something's wrong. Something's mm-hmm. wrong with Matthew Perry. You listen to that audio, you're like, he's hammered, he's hammered, he's hammered. I thought, frankly, that it was a medical thing. Like, maybe my guess was, Christine and I were talking about it off the air and on the air, we've been talking about it. I actually thought maybe he, like, had a stroke or something, or there was something medical that had happened to him. Well, a source very close to Matthew Perry has said his slurring during the Friends reunion promo is actually because he had emergency dental work. Oh, really? Yeah. He had been in pain from what we uh, understand, which caused the slurred speech. Apparently, it's the it's it's specifically when they say cookie drawer, you know they had actually cookie drawer. Ed- they yeah. took that like that audio that we have mm-hmm. has been edited out of HBO Max's promo. They edit the next day they took it out. Cookie yeah. jar that had the clock on it, and I gave it. To so maybe it's dental clear. work, which is cool since he is the yeah. third richest of all the Friends cast. So he, he can afford. Yes. Oh wow. Do you know who number two is? Courtney Cox. Yes. And then you definitely know who number one is. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, you, uh, you saw the list, I take it. No. No. How'd you know Courtney Cox was number two? I just figured. It just kind of makes the most sense. You ever see the show Cougar Town that she did? Uh, I didn't watch it, but I watched a couple episodes, and I it was good. If you're looking to binge something, yeah. it's hysterical. She has giant wine glasses. It's just funny. <laughs> She's always drinking from like a fish bowl, almost, nice. essentially. It's, <laughs> it's, it's very humorous. So there you go. If anybody asks you about Matthew Perry and the Friends reunion... Allegedly, it's because of dental work. I'm sure Hopefully. more will come out. Hopefully, that, that's the case. I, he looks like, if you watch the promo, he doesn't look. I don't see them letting him on the set if, if he's he hand boned. I think yeah. Yeah. these guys each got over a million bucks to do this. Yeah. Like, I think they exactly. would be like, bro, can you, you know, you know what? Okay, everybody, we're going to wait because it'd be too much of a controversy right now. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do. Uh, we're talking about slurring speech right now, but uh, like someone that slurred their speech. What about people that slurp? Slurp. Slurp or drool when they talk. Ew, no thank you. All right, well, then you are going to be really upset about a rock legend then. Oh, gosh. Because he likes to drool when he plays the guitar. So weird. <laughs> We're going to talk about it next. Let's have a conversation about uh, a band real quick. Well, look, I know these guys don't fit our format. Uh, I have a cool fish mix that once in a great while I'll throw in of them. But are you YouTube, you both familiar with, in all honesty, Guns N' Roses? Yes. yes. Okay, Guns N' Roses. So, are you you know who the guitarist of Guns N' Roses is, Christine? Uh, it's, no. 
I can't think Steve, of Steve, do you know his name? Axel Rose? No, Axel Rose is the singer. Oh. Uh, the guy who had the VH1 dating show, Brett Michaels. No, that's, no, that's Poison. Yep, no. That's he has poison. The, long, the big hat. Yeah, Slash. Slash. Oh, yeah, Slash. There we go. So here's Slash. One of the most incredible guitarists. Sorry? I said one of the most incredible guitarists. <laughs> I couldn't hear you over the loud music. <laughs> All right, so here's something that I find very interesting. Uh, I was, uh, there was a good, and I, and I thought this was uh, worth noting in an interesting conversation. There's a dude that's a recording engineer. His name's uh, Micaiah Ryan. And he was actually having a conversation about what it's like to work with Slash. Yeah, I don't know if you ever noticed it. He concentrates so hard when he's doing his solos that his lower lip protrudes and his drool, his saliva pools his lower lip. And it'll eventually spill over into long strings of saliva Ew. falling down to the ground. And that happens in the studio countless times. He's so focused when he plays, he doesn't realize that he's drooling or, or doesn't care. I, I, I never did figure out which one it was. So he drools when he plays, like lots of liquid coming out of his mouth. And I think that's why he wears a hat and covers his uh, face with his hair. Maybe. Because he's constantly, constantly drooling, which I found fascinating. And then I started thinking, what do I drool? What do I do when I drool? Duel. Like where I drool, you know what I mean? What is there something I do where I drool? I'm like I can't think of anything. Like where where you're so focused, your you know your mouth is watering. Like I'm like other than you know running, which is exhausting. But that's do you just drool sweat. in your sleep. I don't think I drool in my sleep. Do you? Well, I mean once in a great while, I'm sure I have. I actually have audio. You know, they sometimes will take like a, an old Michael Jackson song and they'll remove the music. Yeah, mm-hmm. I actually have audio of that I heard earlier today that my friend sent me of Slash playing gu- the guitar, and you can okay. hear. <laughs> Let, let's listen to this. Do you remember the song, Welcome to the Jungle? Yes, All of right. course. Actually, that was me running, and I just put it over the guitar. <laughs> sound like Homer Simpson. <laughs> I sound like Homer Simpson, or that that does. That does. Like That's what it for sounds donut. like. That sounds like what I walk when I'm walking up the stairs here at work when the elevator's out. That's actual audio of the last time the elevators went out. So you... that's when you drool. Yeah, I got. Well, no, that's just me breathing heavy. Stevie, Daddy Tippies. Yeah. What, First what, off, uh, before Daddy Tippies. Oh my God. Look at the hair. Oh my gosh. It's wow. half a haircut, and there's I'll explain a, why. There's a glare, but I could see how, yeah. <laughs> the reason not you're your wearing, a, cut. wearing a hat. He's not, it's not done. <laughs> it's not done. <laughs> hey, is that what we're going to get in daddy yeah. tips? All right, let's go. I'm Steve, and I'm a double daddy. I got tips, and hopefully they're not baddie. Hi, I'm Steve, and I'm a double daddy. And I've learned a lot of things over the past few years, and I want to pass along some of that knowledge to you. This week's first daddy tip is a tip my brother brought with him when he came to visit. Whenever we go to the park with Charlotte, it's always like pulling teeth when we tell her it's time to go home. No, daddy. That is until my brother brought a bag of suckers with him. Ooh, suckers. Now all we need to do is pull a sucker out of our pocket, and Charlotte is easily bribed into going home. Ooh, suckers. Suckers, the toddler's kryptonite. I'm Steve, and I'm a... The next day tip is all about my daughter Izzy and sleeping in the crib. My wife and I have had a lot of trouble getting Izzy to sleep a full night in the crib until this week. That's right, we've officially had two nights in a row where Izzy slept the whole night in the crib. Yay, baby 
What was our trick? Literally nothing other than persistence. For a month, we dealt with a crying baby who needed to be rocked back to sleep countless times. But in the end, she finally just slept. Yeah. So just keep trying and you'll eventually succeed. Try, try again. Hopefully. I'm Steve and I'm a daddy. And the final day tip this week is to make sure that you have the kids under control before you start any sort of important task. This last weekend, Britt was going to cut my hair after the kids went down for a nap, but apparently we didn't plan correctly because Izzy woke up crying bloody murder right in the middle of the cut. And then her crying enticed Charlotte to come out of her room too. Oh my now we have two nagging kids totally shutting down my haircut time. Long story short, I currently only have half a haircut. So if you need to do an important task, either get a babysitter or wait till everyone is asleep at night because no one wants half a haircut. I'm Steve and I'm a daddy. And now it's time for an awesome dad joke. What do you call a chicken looking at some lettuce? Chicken sees a salad. Get it? Because he sees the salad and it sounds That's like Steve. Steve and he's a new Hopefully these tips weren't really bad. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, baby. baby girl. Okay, dude. So basically, it's been, but it's been days. Yeah, it was on Sunday. Yeah. They probably have had no time since. No, I'm very busy. <laughs> but your brother's here. You can, like, yeah. Like your wife can't take, it'll take 10 minutes to fix that thing. Yeah, no. You just shave it all off. You should shave it all off. Yeah, why don't you have your brother just hang out with the kids during that 15-minute span? I know. You hear me, man. That's logic. OMG. What? L O L. When you text me that, I said, oh, well. You mad? Rando texto message over your Apple. Free download in the Apple Store. Hey, Fish, Christine, and Steve. I come, I come from a family of four kids, me and three siblings. My youngest brother is getting married this fall. I live in Austin, Texas. Woo-hoo, we have a Texas listener. <laughs> and my parents, youngest, and my parents, youngest brother, and his fiance just came to visit me. And through different conversations surrounding wedding details, I pieced together that I'm not in the wedding. My other siblings are, and even some in-laws as well. Ooh. Basically, everyone except me. I have good relationships with my siblings and their spouses. No falling outs or animosity. At least I thought I did. But this seems like a pretty big middle finger to me. It's honestly pretty embarrassing. The conversation was never even had with me in regard to this. I just got to piece this together through various conversations on my own. So my question is this. I do not want to be embarrassed at this wedding with various family and friends. So is this an acceptable reason for not attending the wedding? Or am I just being petty? Thanks, guys. Steve? This is a tough one. I originally would say you're being kind of petty, but the fact that you had to just learn it through random conversations, that's what sticks out to me, that they didn't just come and talk to you right away and be like, hey, there's only so many spots in the wedding, and I'm sorry you didn't make the cut or explanation as to why. But the fact you had to learn about it that way just by figuring it out on his own, oof. Again, Christine, who's getting married? What's the relation to her? Uh, the woman that messaged us, her youngest brother is getting married. So it's like, it's not even like it's her second cousin, yeah. third, three times removed or whatever. Uh, Christine, what do you think? Um, I get why you'd feel that way, but I would still go to the wedding. I actually had something somewhat similar happen, but not that similar. So I was going to be in, like, one of my best friend, like, growing up's wedding. Yeah. Like, be one of the bridesmaids. And then eventually I wasn't because her mother-in-law didn't want 
tattoos in the pictures. Wow. Yeah. So when she told me, I was like, of course you get hurt. But I was like, you know what? It's whatever. Because in a way, you see it as you still go to the wedding and have fun. And you don't have to deal with all of that wedding business stuff. Right. Yeah. You know, so I get why you're hurt. But I think it would be a bigger mistake not to go to the wedding. And that girl and I are still best friends. Like, I'm not going to let something so little Ruin the friendship. Yeah. Years and years of friendship. So exactly. I, weddings are such a hot button issue. And this woman's uh, the messaged in. Again, she's listening on the app in Texas. And thanks for doing that. So her little brother is getting married. And he is uh, basically, he and his bride have made everybody in the family a part of it. Except for her. Instinctively, I, uh, I immediately Googled the definition of a narcissist. A narcissist is a person who has an excessive interest in a, in or admiration of themselves. Because mm-hmm. instinctively, I was like, well, that's kind of narcissistic. Like, really? Like, you're not going to go to the wedding because you're not part of it? Because there was some drama in my wedding because of people, some people couldn't go. And we did a no kids wedding. So that became a little bit of an issue. I was going to say, there are people who have issues with that. Yeah, well, and then they don't come. Exactly. That's cool with me. I'm with you. But if you go as far as in narcissism and you look at it like uh, they're emotionally cold, gaslighting, never take responsibility, controlling, uh, manipulative. It doesn't seem like she's that. She just no. seems sensitive. But I don't th- think th- she's that you're not going to go to the wedding. It's going to, well, it is. I mean, it is manipulation if she says, I'm not going to the wedding unless I'm part of it. But I think she's considering not going to the wedding. The way I'm getting, like, the vibe from her is that she's more concerned about being embarrassed in front of everybody. Why are you embarrassed? It's not even about you on that day. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, they'll be like, oh, congratulations for your little brother. They're not going to say, oh, my goodness, like, uh, Uncle Bob's up there and not even you. What the crap? They're going to be focused on the bride. Yeah. They're not going to be focused on you. I don't know. Click a six, weigh in all the ways. What do you think? OMG. Rando, texto, messageo via Apo, free downloado in the Apo Storo. So we got a message from a woman who said she comes from a family of four kids, herself and three siblings. Her youngest brother is getting married this fall. The woman who messaged us is the one who lives in Austin, Texas. She said that her parents, her youngest brother, and his fiance came to visit her in Texas recently. And through different conversations surrounding wedding details, she realized she was not included in the wedding party. All of her siblings were, and even uh, in-laws were included, but she wasn't. Yep. And she said, and a conversation was never even had with me in regard to this. I just had to piece it together through various combos on my own. So my question is, I do not want to be embarrassed at this wedding with various family and friends. Is this an acceptable reason for not attending, or am I just being petty? I think the long and short of it, and what we're going to hear here in a second, I don't know for sure. Christine only sees the stuff, but... I think the long and short of it is it sounds like you're being petty, personally, to yeah. me. Just suck it up, buttercup, and go, it's not about you, it's about them. You're not a narcissist, but I'm just saying. Mm, Don't ruin that close. relationship with your brother over something like this, in my opinion. Yeah, all you're doing is, like, if there's a reason you're not in there, like, maybe your sister-in-law-to-be doesn't like you, and you don't show up, she'll be like, mm-hmm. I would be the exact opposite. I would go to the extreme. I would be like, do you need anything? Can I, like, gifts? Like, offer to help set things up? Do you want me to set up chairs before I go home and change for the wedding? Like, I I would do a go above and beyond. Not annoyingly so, 
but just like so they went man she was awesome because yeah. clearly there's a rift there but what are uh, members of the clique of six saying uh, someone said the bride typically chooses who's in their wedding the bride may have a better relationship with her friends than her the yeah. groom has no say on who's in the wedding she yeah. must not be the bar- bride's first few choice um some people uh, actually we had someone say this happened to me except that my sister asked me to be a reader at her wedding i was so insulted and hurt that I called her and told her that if I wasn't good enough to stand up as her bridesmaid, then I'd rather be a guest. Wow. I'm not going to lie. The wedding was very difficult and emotional for me, and I was very glad when it was over. It definitely drove a wedge between my sister and I, and it took five years to heal. I'm sorry that you went through that, but suck it up. I'm I'm sorry that you went through that, and obviously there's a lot more in your relationship, hopefully, than even in this member of the Click of Six that messaged. She's uh, Her little brother's getting married. Everybody in the family's in the wedding but her. She's kind of on the fence going, eh, should I come? There, I noticed a, a point that someone made or you said to me off the air, Christine, about the trip, like the distance. Maybe since she's listening on the app in Texas right now, maybe the Texas to up north distance, if it's up up around here, yeah. is an issue. That could be an issue as well. For sure, because you're not involved in the... The day-to-day planning, day planning. Yeah. exactly and you're probably not going to fly in until like the day before the wedding or something like that if they say that's what it is by the way it's a bs excuse but personally that's my opinion <laughs> and also the groom does have some say as far as who's in the wedding mm-hmm. and if he doesn't yeah then i'm with he'll you be divorced on that. very soon i'm with you on that <laughs> all right christine what else um when my husband's brother got married my husband and i were in the wedding his sister was not she still attended if she was hurt she never let it show Honestly, I don't think anyone at the wedding even noticed. Just go and have a blast. Hamburger. Uh, someone said, if you're happy for your brother getting married, you should just go. There's so many jobs for people at weddings. This event is about them, not you. Someone else said, I like this. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the assumption that family members have to be in the wedding party. And if it's not, it's a fight or whatever. It's their day to choose who's in it and who is not. I do, however, think it was disrespectful and hurtful they did not tell you themselves in a straightforward manner. Yeah. And, uh... I think a conversation needs to be had in a non-confrontational way. And we did get a lot of those messages where it's like, you should just talk to your brother. And it should be. Well, and it's not even you should have to talk to your brother. Your brother should have had the cojones, whether they're in his fiance's purse or not, <laughs> to pull them out of there yeah. and call you and say, hey, look, sis, here's the deal. Blah, 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 bling, boom, boom. Definitely want you to come to the wedding. I love you. Yeah. So there's probably a bigger issue there than you don't than you even know. But I would go to the wedding. I would too. I I hundred percent think you should go to the wedding. Um, to the woman who messaged us, definitely take a look at the what people offered up advice on social media, and then you let us know. Yeah, we want to follow happened. up and hook up with his best you. friend. Yeah, <laughs> hook up with his best friend. <laughs> there we go. I like or that. Your, or his father-in-law. That's even better. <laughs> oh. Sweet, sweet revenge. <laughs> Okay, so today's text question of the day we're going to be doing, Christine, in about 30 minutes or so. What specific day would you relive in your life, and what are you doing? You said you had like three or four of them. I know you chose the Disney World, 7th, yeah. 8th grade. Was there another one that really moved you? Yeah, my, uh, my friend's bachelorette party in Cancun about five years ago. Nice. That was a ton of fun. And I got to kiss a British boy. Oh, he there was you go. Hot AF. No, was he really? <laughs> oh, I remember that. You were talking to him a bunch afterwards, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, you're I not. All to him in years. you girls of the Click of Six, you have all been very, very naughty. That's him right there, isn't it? Yeah. That's my cousin. <laughs> it's your cousin. It's my cousin Steve. Let's peep what's Toad's trending. Toad's trending. Okay, I got a couple cool stories I wanted to do on store owners. I uh. Originally, I do want to say that, uh, obviously, uh, if you didn't know this, then you 
don't see social media, the news, or anything going on in the world, yesterday was the anniversary of George Floyd. The, the whole George Floyd's yeah. death thing was yesterday. There was a reporter, and I was going to play this audio, but I'm just not comfortable playing it. There was a reporter, his name's Alex, and he was talking about it, and somebody sh- started shooting off a gun while he was live on TV, but in the air, like, gunshots oh, wow. were fired. Why? And I, and it's, so, you, it's so clean, the audio on it. I'm like, I just don't want to play it on the air. Yeah. So, look, if whether you're mad or you're sad or whatever's going on, at least be respectful of others and their safety. Just a little quick PSA from your man, the Ginger Ninja. I just, I literally had the whole story set and I did a bunch of research on it. And I'm like, I just don't, it just doesn't feel right. So we, instead, I'm going to give you a couple of warm fuzzies. Philly chefs wanted to celebrate the fact that the pandemic is under the control, under control. So chefs from Philadelphia, what do you think they're going to do or make for people to celebrate that the pandemic in their mind is like almost over in their mind? What are they going to make, Christine? Uh, Philadelphia. The biggest birthday cake ever. Okay. Steve? Philly cheesesteaks. Bingo. Cheesesteaks. <laughs> so Gino's in South Philly got together with some chefs, and they built a 510-foot cheesesteak. One of the friends at the table said, well, why don't you just make a big cheesesteak? Never a size, just a big. And then his motor started going. And then before you know it, we found out we're making a 500-foot cheesesteak. Dang. Why not bring everybody together? After a year like this, we need a win in this city. So I'm happy to do it. I'm just, like, so glad that as a country, we could come together and get this thing under control enough that we can be out here, like, without wearing masks. We can see each other's faces, talk to each other, smile at each other. Hot stuff. It's no. an old disco <laughs> show. Yeah. I love that song. Yeah, that's, uh, like, that's Philly cheesesteak, 510-foot cheesesteak for the neighborhood to enjoy. It was free. It was just, come on out, guys, have Yum. fun. Let's celebrate and have a good party. I'll take half. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of cheesesteak, honey. Oh, my good Lord. That is a lot. There's a, uh, that's a good store owner. But this store owner out of Virginia is even better. So this guy owns a, uh, a convenience store, whatever, in, and sorry, not Virginia, Massachusetts. So he found in the garbage a lotto ticket. Customer had thrown it out. He looked at it and he went, wait a minute. That's a winning ticket. A $1 million winning lotto wow. ticket. He found the customer and gave it back to him. Wow. I mean, I had a $1 million in my hand, and on the other hand, I wanted to do something good. And one evening, I was going through the tickets from the trash and outside, and I found out that she didn't scratch the number. And I scratched the number, and it was $1 million underneath the ticket. As soon as she came in, I handed her a $1 million ticket, and she freaked out and cried like a baby. Baby. <laughs> like a, like a baby. baby. Hey, what an amazing guy this guy is. Now, his store will get a cut like they always oh, do. Yeah. The stores get a little bit of money if they win, but he could have kept that. He could have given that to his friend. She had parted ways with it. She had thrown it out. Yeah. I would she still was feel done. so wrong because he knew her, so he knew she was going to come back. Well, she wouldn't have known. No, but she wouldn't. Of course, she wouldn't have no, known. She threw it's a it away. Scratcher. But yeah. I mean, he. I don't you know. You give it's it just, back to her. Yeah, especially if like if it was in the same situation, it would just weigh on me so much. I would feel wrong if I kept that money for myself and started spending it. I'm like, what am I doing? This technically belongs to someone else. So, million dollar lotto winning ticket probably take home about five hundred fifty-seven thousand dollars, roughly. Okay, if you with take the taxes. The, yeah. yeah. Bingo. So, what do you think she should give this guy? Because I'd give him about 
hundred to two hundred thousand. I was gonna say a hundred. Yeah, easily. Steve, what would you keep the ticket if you were in that situation? If I knew the woman and she was a regular, no. If it was just some random person who had came in and bought the ticket I'd never seen before, sure, why not? Yeah. Now, do you think they should give you money if you give them back the ticket? I mean, I'd expect money, and I'd probably right? be disappointed if they didn't give it to me, but I don't think that they have to. Just yeah. like when you expect other things in life, disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Is that supposed to be some specific dig like That's a dig at you or something, wow. but I'm just looking at both of us. I think it's because we're married. Oh, yeah. Not to each just... other. Not what I meant. Yeah. Or okay. she's going to cry about her own life right now. Oh, <laughs> I know. Oh, want to add to the con? Okay, so I haven't talked to you guys about the blowsy yet, and I know I promised that I would. Yes. So would you like to hear about the blowsy? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I don't feel like you really Whoa, want to. Oh, you're a little excited. There, I, want a, yeah. I want a blowsy. Yeah, well, I know. Uh, actually, I think you will. I really do. It's all about your birthday and candles. Chuck E. Cheese for my birthday. Chuck E. Cheese for my birthday. Chuck E. Chuck E. Chuck E. Cheese for my birthday. That was perfect timing yeah, and right. tone was fantastic. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was something. Okay, so here's the deal. One of the big things that people really started talking about last year was the fact that you spit on your cake as yeah. you blow out candles. So this guy, his name's Mark, invented the blowsy. Now, what is the blowsy? Well, let's let Mark tell you a little bit about it. Birthdays may feel a little different these days. And let's be honest, blowing germs all over the cake was always a little gross. But wishes are coming back in a simple, safe, and fun way. Blow into the open end of the blowsy to activate the battery-powered fan which blows clean air to extinguish the candles while redirecting your breath away from the cake. Blowsy. Blow out the candles, not the germs. As dumb as it sounds, I think it's a brilliant idea. You mm. blow into a fan, and it turns on and blows out the cake, and it's cute, and it's fun, and it works. You guys are making weird faces. Why are you making weird faces? Christine? I'd give it a blow. Would you, give, you mean a go? Yeah. Yeah. A toot. <laughs> it looks like, if, if you want to know what it looks like, it looks like a kazoo almost uh-huh. with a fan on the end. So as you blow in it, you know, the fan turns on and then the cake will go out and it's operated by your blow strength, I guess. I so wonder if you can reverse the fan and then suck in and then turn it into a bowl or a pipe. What? Did, of course. Did you literally just change this whole thing and make it about this weed? This is supposed to be family friendly, Steven. Or is it? That's really ironic that you just said that because she's like looking at Steve. Thumbs up, bro. right? They can call it the Toxy. Yeah, the Toxy. Oh, that's a brilliant idea from Steve. Mix 95.7. Christine. Fish. Now is the time. To finally get your restaurant story? Over the weekend, many, many days ago, I had a date thing with Alicia, my wife. And we ended up at a restaurant and you were asking me about the food. I'm not gonna say the name of the restaurant or what city it's in or anything, because I don't, you know, local businesses, blah, 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 it's, you know. It was a crab shack in Florida. Yeah, it was, it was a crab shack? Yes. <laughs> no, crab shack. Oh, crab shack. I thought he said crab shack. I thought so for sure that's what he said. So, I'm like, dang. Here's what happened. We're going day to day. We're having fun, blah, 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 bling, bling, bloom. We go to this restaurant that everybody says is really great. Yeah. And we're going to get, uh, Alicia's going to get a um, mahi-mahi or something like that. Okay. Yep. Uh, some kind of fish. Yep. Right? And I get a steak. Now, 
I know that a new study recently showed that 53% of people wouldn't date someone who likes their steak cooked differently than they do. We are not that couple. We are fine that way. We, we, we have our own independence when it comes to steak. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people like well done steak. Oh. I am not a well done steak person. No. Yep, these are medium rare. What if somebody wants theirs well done? We ask them politely yet firmly to leave. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, thank you, Hank. People get yeah. very passionate about it. So I order said steak. Steak comes to the table, and this is the dilemma I'm having, Clicker Six, and I'd love your input on this. Steak comes to the table, cut open the steak. It's medium. I order medium. Okay. Cut open. Well done. Ugh. Her mahi mahi dry. Mm. Excuse me, waiter, waiter, waiter. Not your fault. We're not these people typically, but today we are. We need to send these back. $35 steak. Gotta send it back. Yeah. Not a $100 steak. Not a $2 steak. 35 bucks to me is a lot of money. It is. So send it back. 10 minutes later, who I think is the owner of the joint, comes back. Here's your food. New plated up food, ready to go. 10 minutes later. Mahi, mahi, still dry. No way. Steak. New steak, because I had cut into the other one. Yeah. Well done. What? Yeah. Waiter comes by. What'd you think? Hey, dude. It's still bad. But we're not going to be those people. We're going to eat it. But we just want to let you know it's bad. And he's yeah. like, sorry, there might, might, maybe there's somebody in the kitchen. I don't know what's going on. This local area place, I'm not going to say what it is. So here is my question. They gave us a free dessert, which was nice, even though we weren't really going to eat dessert, but it was all, it was actually the best uh, cheesecake thing or uh, carrot bread thing I've ever had in my mm. life. It was phenomenal. That all being said, we get done. Now, you think this is going to be about tipping, don't you, Steve? No, I was just laughing because the, the waiter in the back, because I worked a lot of restaurants, probably like, just give the chubby ginger some cake. Yeah. <laughs> probably. probably. Give him carrot cake because he's a redhead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably. It was phenomenal. The chubby ginger was happy. We tipped the waiter well because it's not the waiter's fault. The food right. was cooked yeah. like crap, and he was a good waiter. Here is the question. They gave us free dessert. Big deal. They did not take anything off the bill. They didn't give us a round of drinks. They didn't uh, knock that off, and the drinks weren't that expensive. They didn't wipe out the food, which they should have. Alicia, at this point, is going to talk to the manager, and I go, look. I'm tired. I want to go home. Like, can you call him next week? Which she never has, by the way. And she's like, no, because then I won't want to do it. I'm like, well, do what you want to do. I'm, I'll meet you outside. I'm not doing it. It's, it's too just, late now. It's not. Yeah, the experience is ruined. So here is the question. Not should she call the manager. Should they have given us a deal on the bill? Because my brother-in-law said, no. Yes. You ate their food. No, you shouldn't at all. I'm saying two meals Identical same problems both time. Well-cooked steak, even though it's supposed to be medium. Kind of a no-brainer if you're in the kitchen. You could probably, at this point, if you're cooking meals for everybody, you know how to make it medium. Yeah. Right. So, should they have given us a deal? Yes. Absolutely. You, you think so? They should have yes, waved the they, food? They, they should have done something. I mean, at least with drinks, um, taking care of your drinks, something. Just because of, remember my recent experience with my well, maybe allergic they gave reaction, us... and then they took everything except one drink off the off the bill for me. Well, and remember, and that was your allergic reaction. I mean, they, and no, it was not a chain restaurant. Somebody, people are actually actually asking what restaurant. We're not going to tell you. Yeah. But I'll, I'll say this, though. They gave us the dessert. We didn't ask for it. Yeah, but they should still should have, only because... 
If, if your meal came out the way it was supposed to the second time around, I'd say no. That was still nice that they gave you a free yeah, dessert. Yeah, we're good to but go. But the fact that it came out twice, yeah. the same exact problem, something should have been done, it's like in my, my opinion. My mother grew up in England, moved here when she was 17, and it's like she always used to say, fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, go home and spank yourself. <laughs> what? I don't think that's how she that She was hanging out goes. with George W. Bush. Yeah. Neither of them can get that saying yeah. right. <laughs> strategy. That's hilarious. It's, it's about strategy. Uh, your meal would have been comped at my work. Uh, Emily messaged in. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I think they should have definitely done something. I think the lesson you should take away from this is if you ever go back there, though, you just got to keep sending it back now because you're not going to get anything out and of I it. And I don't want to be that person. I know. Like, we literally said to the guy, look, don't spin in our food. He's like, oh, my God, we're not that place. We're like, sorry, but... I'm serious. Like, let's go real quick based on time constraints. Claude, I only have a sack. What do you think? Oh, it'd have been a dash and dine for me. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's it. Thanks, Claude. Today's text question of the day is uh, brought to us by Steve, who Mm -hmm. was taking himself back time traveling to a uh, concert or something you went to. And you were doing some stuff. Yeah, I was talking to you after the show, and I was talking about how I wish I could relive those times when I would go to raves back in the early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah, but my answer for the text question today was a little bit different. It was when we went to New York, me and my wife, and we met up with a member of the Click of Six, who I just randomly put out a SOS on Facebook. Hey, we got nothing to do. We're in New York City. Who used to listen to me back home? And then someone chimed in, and they took us around the town, went to clubs, went to comedy clubs. And Pretty freaking awesome, time. if you ask me. Amber. Yeah. The question is, what specific day would you relive in your life, and what are you doing on that day? Guys, you really wailed it in, and this is some good traveling ideas if you want to check it out on the website later. Uh, Somebody said the day my hubby put in a dishwasher for me. I'm not washing all those dishes. It makes me very happy. We were without a dishwasher for three months, and it was terrible. Yeah, for me. Especially when you're used to it. Oh, yeah, you're very spoiled. Mm -hmm. Somebody else said my 19th birthday. So for their 19th birthday, they actually got on a plane and they traveled to Ireland. Yeah, we went to Ireland. We went to the Waterford Crystal Factory. We spent the night in the hotel pub. If I could just leave out the part where I hit my head on a salad oak bar, it would be great. But overall, it was a wee bit of a good time, guys. Uh, I love the voice. She said, just an FYI, my second answer would be Connie and Fish trip to Jamaica. Then she said she'd even go to the flea market. I actually remember that trip that we went to Jamaica and we all went to a flea market and it was disgusting. Ew. But she'd even do that because it was such a great trip. Yeah. We had a guy that uh, was supposed to be there on his honeymoon and his uh, fiance broke up with him. And on he came, the trip? No, before the trip. And he came on the trip anyway. And he went to Bob Marley's house and we didn't see him for four days. <laughs> we were like, bro. You're an adult. Do what you want to do. But next time, could you at least let us know you're okay? Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Around day three, everybody was like, where'd Stu go? It of wasn't course his, his name. name was Stu. It wasn't oh. Stu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Stu the stoner. Somebody say. Uh, somebody else said, like, a day with my grandpa or a family member before they died. Mm-hmm. My answer was a day I had with Connie uh, and an ex of mine, and we were out on the boat, and it was just a fun day. Uh, Gilligan's Island, this little, having some beverages, and it, it was just a great day. Mm-hmm. So uh, your answers for the text question of the day, based on time constraints, we have to go to the top five-ish. What specific day would you relive in your life, and what are you doing? Uh, Somebody said, any day I'm on vacation, probably one of the days I was in Europe, or one of the days I used to go to my grandma's and play cards with her. I miss her. Oh, that's cute. Somebody else said, my wedding day. 
my hubs and I got married on Cocoa Beach in Florida. It was the most beautiful day ever. Having a beer at the end of the pier afterwards, it was awesome, the best day ever. My 19th birthday, my parents had a cake made uh, through my college and it was delivered to my dorm. My friends then planned a surprise party and later we all ate dinner together and then we went sledding with cafeteria trays. Nice. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Right? Uh, let's go to number three. What specific day would you relive in your life and what are you doing? My wedding day. That's what somebody said. It was November 6th of 2011. Uh, I wouldn't have knocked my dad's glasses off of his face when he gave me away. But other than that, uh, I would have made sure I actually got to eat a piece of that damn cake. Always take time for cake. <laughs> Hamburger. We were supposed to get a second cake, like, for the year anniversary. Mm-hmm. And we never picked it up. And I was so Aww. mad about that. Yeah. I love cake. I know. Number two is the day me and my buddy went to WrestleMania 23. It was his last show he ever went to because he felt that he would never be able to recreate the feeling he had that night. It was electric. My friend Marino and I, I took Marino to, uh, well, he paid for himself, but he went to WrestleMania as well. And mm-hmm. uh, he had never been to one. And it was I went when I was a kid. My dad took me to WrestleMania 3 yeah. at the Pontiac Silverdome. Ooh, that's a throwback. Yeah, there was 93,173 people. My dad, my friend Mike Opdyke, and I went. And Steve, what would have happened had Mike Opdyke and I not gone with my dad? You wouldn't have set the record. There would have been 93,170 people. Yes. You should have remembered that. I say that a lot back in the I day. I don't know the exact number. Number one. What specific day would you relive in your life, and what are you doing? Guys, I've got to tell you, it was the day I went skydiving. Man, it was by far the most blissful experience ever. The first and only time I went skydiving, my perspective on life changed. If anyone could experience this, I highly recommend it. And this is coming from someone severely afraid of heights, uh, and basically their friends had to push him out of the plane. <laughs> which I, I've been offered to skydive before. I know that's on your bucket list. Yes. I, I hard passed it. I hard passed it. Steve, like, would you do it? No. No. Really? No, I would not, no. Are you guys just afraid of heights? Yes. Is that what it is? Yes. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, and then the parachute not opening. Yeah. Like, I like pancakes on Saturday morning, not me on the side of a highway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, look, it's a wee bit of a ginger man. He's turned into a big fat pancake. <laughs> no, that's a wee bit nasty. I have to share this with you. Have you guys ever been to Cracker Barrel? Yes. It's okay. been a while, but yes. Steve? Mm, yeah, it's been a long time. You know, do you remember that Connie? Uh, we lost Connie of Connie and Fish to cancer earlier this year. Do you remember Connie loved Cracker Barrel? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I saw this today. I had to share it with you. So it was somebody's birthday at Cracker Barrel. Listen to this uh, Crackle, Cracker Barrel employee sing Happy Birthday. Happy birthday to you. mistake that you're making christine when you sing because you, you know what those are called what she's doing right it's called runs range. Oh. runs she's going on runs yeah you go, that type of stuff yeah i think you need to do more of those no 
when you sing. I think that's the problem is you're not doing runs. <laughs> and that's how you're losing the, uh, what does she lose, Steve, where she can't pitch? get? Pitch? Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> the pitch. So if you want to find your pitch next time, do some runs. Yeah, okay. get the runs. Yeah, get no, not don't get no. the runs. You don't want to get the runs. They, you could also get that at Cracker Barrel, though, as well, where the woman's saying happy birthday. So it does work out, my friend. You ready to get funky? Let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do.